0: life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at Mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at Mintmobile.com.
1: Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers Archfit Footwear. Okay. I know what you're thinking. ArchFit footwear? Ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts, giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit footwear for men and women everywhere.
2: There we are, as I've seen in the comments, oggy, 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 oi, oi, oi everyone, it is Friday, yes, happy Friday everyone, welcome to this evening's episode of the Long Run live stream and podcast brought to you by the Forty runs running community and of course our sponsors at Sketches. so feel free guys to check out all of their new kit and their trainers just head to sketches.co.uk. And of course, we've got our 10% off using the code 40runs at startfitness.co.uk. So go and check that out as well. But this evening... We are obviously joined by the gorgeous Sabrina Wilco. Good old Hayden is smaller in real life, and myself, <laughs> Blake.
3: You're not meant to mention that, just in case he listens to the pod but doesn't watch it. You know, you probably dropped me in it.
2: I think he kind of expects something will come out of the pod now. So. He was
3: nervous. He was really nervous, even everyone. He was really nervous at the live show. We'll come on to it, but he was he he was bricking that I'd been up to no good, um, but. He, yeah, you know, I was I was very kind to him when I have been.
4: Yeah, and I think he was he was pleasantly surprised at how nice you were, how nice we were. He was petrified though; He wasn't just a bit worried. He was—you could see the look on his face. The closer it got, he was like, "What is he up to? He what actually,
3: have he done?" his <laughs> alpha flies, so he didn't look as small compared to everybody else up on stage. It's I trash. must say, it was
5: his—it um, was his birthday, so um, the it folks got him a lovely t-shirt. It was a beautiful yeah. color. I really like that one. Can I uh, get one? Yeah, I don't know what color it was. Um, but I could find out. Yeah, I'm sort of colourblind, so whenever I describe it as any colour any colour as any colour, people just say, no, it's not, that's not it that was it's
3: like uh I think a it's called Jade sort of colour. It, it really did look nice, actually. I yeah, um, yeah. he looked great that. in it, obviously. Yeah, just small and old.
2: Oh. Um,
3: anyway, carry on, Jatila. Sorry. Oh,
2: no, just gonna say, well, welcome guys. Obviously, if you are listening to this live and direct, hello and welcome. But if you are planning to listen to this, or back on the podcast, or on your runs, or you're hearing this in the future. You can listen to this on all of our platforms, guys: Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, the whole shebang. We are there. So, suppose we just just best get into it because I feel like we've got so much to cover. A I've lot got of a list. list. You've got a list? Does that not really surprise anyone?
3: I've, I've got a list. This is yeah. this is the thing, you know. You've got to embrace your your downfalls. I can't no, feel like... I'm going to start. Admin, am I allowed to start? Go on. No, because I actually want to start with some thank yous. I thought it'd be quite nice. But yeah. first, uh, welcome, everyone. So if you're listening to this, w- watching this live, get in the chat, okay? We're going to be talking about what to do between races. I appreciate that some of you may have been training for Great North Run and or a half marathon, or even a marathon if your name's PB Petra. Um, and then you've got now you're going, Christ, now what am I going to do? Or maybe. You're going to be like me and some of the team that we're going to discuss, where you've come out of the Great North Run or another race, and you're going to go in two or three weeks' time. I've going to got the whatever Chicago Marathon or I've got a 10k race, okay? Because it came up at the live show, so that's kind of what we're going to get into in a little bit. uh, Once we've done the usual sort of catch ups and sort of digest some of um, Great North Run, so are you ready for the thank yous? Okay, yeah, let's go. I thought it was important to do this. Because we had the most exceptional weekend and it was uh, exceptional for uh, certain people and we need to thank them publicly, which I think is right to do. So firstly, I want to start with by thanking the guys at Start Fitness because they did an incredible job setting all that up, particularly putting all the chairs out at the live pod, Heroes. Yeah. Uh, they've done a cracking job. And if you've not seen them on Instagram, they've done a couple of really good reels as well about the event. I thought they're... Um, Content's been really good on that, so thanks to those guys, gathered to Stuff and Cody okay Give a shout out to the guys at Brooks for supporting that event as well. If you've got no idea what we're talking about today, we did a big shakeout run, first ever one, guys. Just let you know, yeah, that was the first ever shakeout run at the Great North Run. Why no one else has thought about it, I don't know. Uh, I've got to give a shout out to the guys at Sketches for sponsoring this podcast. Obviously, they sponsored the live podcast as well, which is up uh, and you can listen to that. I've got to give a thank you to all the volunteers, all the run leaders, everybody. Even the people who stayed behind and keep kept an eye on stuff there, I just wanted to thank them all because we couldn't have done it without them. I want to thank um, everybody who came because, again, we can't do it without everybody. We had some lovely comments. I was, I was running the Great Northern. And people come up to me go, oh, I love the shakeout. They run past me. Oh, I love the shakeout. He's, I didn't know the hell they were. <laughs> um, uh, I think that was it. Oh, yeah. So that's all the thank yous done. I've got to... Um, you, it, I put, we put some stuff out today Media stuff I'm doing all the plugs by I'm getting them in early So just skip this bit If you're listening to this On the podcast uh, Because uh, we put a thing out About all the benefits Of being part of the club We don't we don't publicise it enough We don't spend any money On advertising Because we're a club right? So but check it out All the benefits Of being afforded It's totally free There's no barrier to entry We do not charge you To be a member of this club If you want to pay For affiliation Crack on And I think that's one Of the reasons Why we are the largest uh, Running club in the UK For everyday runners because there's no barrier to entry, okay? So you get access to all the stuff. You can crack on with that. Next up, merch. Hayden told me off because apparently we don't promote the merch, but mm. then we don't do any advertising of this podcast because we can't be bothered, and we'd rather you do it for us. So if you're listening to this podcast, you don't have to buy the merch. We don't care. Just tell somebody about it. It's interesting. This came up, and the only reason this came up is because he was listening to this and another. Let's say media-backed podcast, running podcast, had an advert in front of this, which is great. So they're spending money on what? ads. Well, I'm not going to say which one because I'll get in trouble from admin.
4: Hold on. Someone else. Another running someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah they adverts adverts the adverts. Adverts. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, it's an advert. So, like, there's many <laughs> other running podcasts out there, most of them in uh, the top of the charts that we just sit behind nicely. Are all media companies, right? We don't care about that, but they spend money on efforts. We spend none. So Hayden told me that I have to tell everybody the one way you can help is buy the merch and wear it, and then you can do the advertising for us. So we, that only not um, only feeds uh, Speak Goat, but also helps promote the pod. And what was the other thing? It was so double bit I had to tell everybody. I've, I've generally got, got a list I have got given. Big news coming Tuesday for 40 runs. It's not the big, big news that I'm not allowed to talk about until the end of the year. Yeah. There's, we're launching something on Tuesday that's kind of cool um, Hayden's sort of alluded to it In the Facebook group if you're not in that join There will be some other big news between that And the big thing at the end of the year Which is a game changer But we can't talk about that either But there is something cool that we're doing on Tuesday Right. I think that's it I probably fought everybody to death But I, I think it's important to do the thank yous Because it was an amazing event And it genuinely doesn't happen Without everybody else And I wanted to take that time to so thank everybody
5: Great. I'd, I'd like to now. I'd like to ask Sabrina a, a question because um, I have to admit that I didn't think you were going to like the Great North Run, and I oh, did yeah. say to a few people because I think it ticked a lot of boxes: that um, pain in the neck to get away, lots of dual carriage way, lots of uphill, and things like that. And I did say to a few. Sounds off. like Cambridge. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, so. And I know you came out, you know, you were in the video saying what a great time you had and you've yeah, yeah. been banging on about it constantly about what a brilliant weekend you've had. Tell us about your weekend and why Why did you think it was different
4: that you um, enjoyed it so much? All right. I think there's two things in this. Look, Well, there's a ton of two questions. One was the weekend was brilliant. I think Saturday, that shakeout run and just getting together with everyone was phenomenal, if I'm honest. It still blows my mind that people actually want to listen to what we've got to say or find it amusing in any way whatsoever. I'm a bit like, Especially what, what? when we
3: start playing the Bruise Brothers at the start of the show. Yeah, what's and going on there? And nobody met, nobody, nobody caught on the fact that there was country music being played very loudly at the end. But carry
6: on.
4: So the fact that people turn up and that Chris, and, and Chris started it, but the community has built something where people feel like they can turn up and they can run with people they've never met and that they don't have they don't feel like there's a barrier and they feel like included, I think was phenomenal. So just to see all of those people there, take all those people out. I was lucky enough to kind of lead one of the groups uh, with the dream team, Rob, Carolyn and Karen Lumley. Um, and it was just lovely just seeing people chat and talk. So that just kind of started the weekend on a bit of a high, right? Cause you're just like, Oh my God, all of these people. Um, and it's kind of, we've spoken about it a lot. My anxiousness about starting races, being in those places and not feeling good, but, suddenly and when it was hot and I had this thought actually was it was quite scary you see people going down and I just had this thought which was do you know what I don't feel alone for the first time at a race I didn't feel alone because I just thought whether it was the boys I was in the pen with or the hundreds of people from this club god forbid something was to happen or if you were struggling a bit and you're taking a bit of a walking break or whatever it is or even if you're just kind of plodding along there were so many people that just passed by and just go hi and like it makes me laugh that people call me admin because I'm like and I do turn around but um, it's it was that feeling of going god we're not alone out here there are hundreds of us nobody's ever alone no matter mm. what happens if you're having a great time if you're finding it tough whatever um I knew it was going to be tough I knew it was uphill it is for anyone thinking of doing it it is 11.6 miles of uphill just that's someone who's
5: done it. their own work
4: Oh yeah, Yeah. because I looked at my watch when I got to the top of that hill and thought, "Oh my god!" Um, But it's just brilliant. It's got the atmosphere of London. The roads are lined. I've not seen, other than London Marathon, I've seen nothing like it. You're talking like three, four, five, six people deep in places. People are going mad. The hospitality, the kindness of local people. It wasn't like one bit, and then kind of four hundred meters down the road there's somebody else. Every other person. Was giving out oranges, ice poles, water, mm. sweets because they knew how hot and they knew how tough it was. But that's for a mile, one and a bit. When you get to the bridge, all the way to mile thirteen point one, I've not. There's honestly, there was nothing like it, and everyone was just going mad. I don't remember there being a quiet spot.
3: There ain't. Right.
4: You know, and you're like, where's the where's the quiet spot? Because in everyone, right. there's that bit that gets a bit tough and it's a bit quiet. I didn't notice I was on a dual carriage yeah. way. I had no idea.
3: If manage. I'm could have been running on the moon, or like, you wouldn't have known any difference. And the no. thing is, you're right. It is literally the minute you, even in the pens, you feel like you have been cheered all the way to the finish. And the people of the, the northeast, the people of Newcastle, South Shields, bless them, they come out with their and they spent their own money to provide yeah. runners with stuff. And I've seen it this year. It was hot, so they were out there with the ice pops. I've seen other years they're giving out all sorts of stuff. They're giving out free beer along the way. They're giving out all sorts of stuff from the kindness of their heart and cheering the 60,000 runners on all the way up. It is, it, and Like um, I like said, there's no, even in the underpasses, because of the Oggies, it's not quiet. I would, I would sit here now, and I'm telling you, if you're listening to this and you're not in the UK, you need to get your butt onto a plane and come over and do the Great North Run. Forget London Marathon, yeah. right? Get your backside onto a plane. Go to London and go up to Newcastle because there's a flight up to Newcastle. Get on the train and take part in this event. This will blow your mind and and will make every other race you've done feel insignificant. It is unbelievable.
4: Yeah, I just, I can't, I honestly can't describe it. I got to the end and I just thought, I can't believe I've been lucky enough to run that. I can't believe that I've just experienced that. It was honestly, it was mind blowing. And I think it is more inclusive the London Marathon in a lot of ways. The fact that they do the 5K on the Friday, they do the kids run on the Saturday, and you see kids walking around the city centre with their numbers, like, so proud. There are, they set off, we were in one of the early waves on Sunday, but they had some of the charity people walking in their big outfits. They set them off nice and early so that they could get out there. And they were, honestly, I just thought the whole thing, other than the start time, which I think is too late, the rest of it is brilliant.
3: I,
5: I, I think what I think about it is it's the nearest you get to feeling like a superstar. Whether you're playing at Wembley yeah. or walking down a red carpet or something yeah. like that. The noise and everybody cheering and cheering, cheering for you as well, you know, that you're turning around. and I mean I was like I was fortunate as well to be um just running along when the red arrows were doing their display down in the safe which was pretty special. That's it's nice. a, it's an it's an amazing one. So um Chitilli, you've got to come.
2: I know I'm a hundred percent coming next year I had severe. it it was FOMO at another level like I just didn't even think last year I've never thought to go up because I've obviously been up to Manchester and done Manchester and things it was just it was all right it was nothing special in terms of like the crowds and things like that so I think um,
4: I didn't if I'm honest it wasn't on my list I was a bit like why do I need to go away to Newcastle to run a half and then I remember last year the boys came back Simon and Toby in particular and went no 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 it's it's worth doing. So I was like, all right, well, let's, let's go then. Let's get involved. And I'm honestly so glad I did. It's not a course you're going to go and run for me. Nah. PB on It's not something you go, I'm going to put a time down. You go there to enjoy mm-hmm. it. You go for the fun. In fact, I'd probably be happy if it took me even longer next year because
6: be i will just been around. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean, I did, I did it 10 minutes quicker than I did last year and it went really well. Um there was a lot of um it's a busy race, like Sabrina said. It's not one for it was um very busy night like you've said about the start time. The one thing that I would suggest to them is that if they've got um in their event guide, if they could just sort of like give a tip to some beginners, absolutely no problem with people walking or anything like that, but there are people who sort of like walking in the middle of the road and stopping immediately, things like that. If if people could be um if they can talk to people and just say you know, it's great that you're doing it. And uh, if you could just perhaps move to the side of the road if you need to walk or put your hand up if you need to stop and then everyone knows what you're doing and it just helps everybody get along.
3: It is one of the great things about the Great North Run that it, like it uh, I think I mean now that it is so inclusive. It is hmm. the race that I remember where everybody's doing it. So you've got people who may be doing their first ever half for charity. There's a lot, obviously a lot of money raised through charity there. There's a lot of people who've always wanted to do it because of the history around it. There's a lot of people, local people who want to do it as well, but it is that one race that is so inclusive because all abilities are taking part, which I think is, is phenomenal and it should be applauded. Actually. Oh, That wasn't a comment on that. It but was no, just not saying that at all, but I agree with you because like one geezer nearly took me out because he started walking in front of me. Um, but again, you know you're tired, you 're tired, but a lot of
5: the, a lot of this is down to the fact that people are inexperienced and they don 't do a right, lot of races and if they've got i 'm sure if they you know they 'd have no problem with following some guidelines if they were made aware that the guidelines but could it's be just put so, in so place. inclusive,
3: the whole race is just so inclusive yeah and that's the, like really? you say that is the beauty of the whole thing, but i don 't understand why, and maybe we should get in touch with their press officer because I, I know i've got the people there and find out what the hell they were thinking about starting at 11 o'clock what brain buster thought oh i've had a brilliant idea yeah. let's start it even later i mean usually with these things right they want you off the streets as quickly as yeah, yeah. it makes no it sense yet? to start at 11 o'clock and and you're making the tube busier or the metro mm-hmm. thing uh, it, uh, it, unless they want which would be a fair argument uh, they want more money to go into the economy in the morning, which I that would I would understand that if that was their real reason behind it. Be honest and tell us that. But apart from that, I see absolutely no sense in starting at eleven o'clock.
5: And I mean, uh, particularly like I was, at, um, I was, um, I was allocated sort of F, so that's sort of like in the middle of green. But I dropped back to the uh, front of pink to run with Brian, my mate, who came up with me. And um, yeah, it took fifty minutes to, so it was ten to twelve by the time I crossed the start line.
4: Do you know, I think there was still, if you think about it, you've got 60,000 runners, you're on a six-lane dual carriageway, honestly, it's like, and the whole thing's packed, just for context, right? You look back and you just can't see for people because you're like, what is going on? 60,000 people, there's still people crossing the line at quarter past 12, half 12. So you've got to think, it's an hour and a half from the, when the first person goes over to everyone. That's how many people.
2: Yeah, I've been
5: so far back in the queue that you can't hear the gun.
2: Surely you'd want to have that earlier, I know yeah, obviously, yeah. Given, if it, regardless of the like the weather or anything like that, like given yes, the yeah, amount yeah. of people that you have at that race, surely it would make sense to to start that much earlier.
5: Yeah, yeah. people can, because obviously, people um stay from um sort of like outside the immediate sort of Newcastle area if they've got the public transport to be able to get in on time. Then I don't see the problem with a half nine, ten o'clock kickoff at least. It writes yeah, off the whole of Newcastle for, the, for, the, for the, literally the whole day, doesn't it? Uh, well, the, the whole weekend where we stopped yeah, it like, for it when we were going for a spin around uh, Leases Park. There can you I come, just say,
4: so. Robert Hallam's just put a comment mm. saying 60,000 is a lot more than last year. Yeah, do you think there should be a smaller cap on it? No, I don't. I'd get more people involved because that is the pure brilliance of it that there are so yes. many places and so many people can get involved and it's not like you can't do it. They, they do their best to make sure as many people can take part or' make it bigger.
3: It was actually um, two things on that. Firstly, no, I don't think I should have it They should start it earlier and keep the numbers up brilliant because then you just keep just feeding people through because the route allows that it's got yeah. it's got the bandwidth to take it and they do such an amazing job of managing the waves. Uh, and secondly, I think actually there was because um, it was on the Nissan car. And if Nissan want to sponsor this podcast, um, <laughs> just email uh, hello at 40runners.com. We'll uh, take your money. But I think it was on there. Somebody, somebody uh, Eagle Eye pointed out there was actually 45,000 runners. Cause you have to remember oh. that there's always a 20% slippage on um, mm. people turning up. Right. So they, 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 they put that into the numbers. They, they know that that's the case. It's like the on the marathon, any, any large sporting event, there is always uh, slippage in terms of people actually not turning up. Yeah. Um, which is kind of helpful on the train, especially when you're coming up. And uh, I realised that somebody wasn't sitting in this. Seat, so I thought, you know what, I'll have some of that. So you're welcome. You can get a membership, by the way, for the Great North Run. I've done it for, this is my third time now. Yeah, I've been uh, yesterday. So can get involved in that. They've only got limited numbers of those. It's 70 quid. And you bypass the ballot then, if that's the sort of thing you want to do, then if you really are keen on doing it, I would 100% after you finish watching this, because this is an award-winning podcast, then I would um, get onto uh, whatever their website is and I would sign up before it sells out because it's the best way to guarantee your participation. The hotel prices have already gone through the roof and um, I would, I would strongly recommend that. So um, I think we move on if that's okay yeah. everybody, because Absolutely. we're getting to the, the main topic. And this was actually a a kind of question that got brought up to on, on the live show. So if again, if you don't know, we did a, a live version of, uh, of this, um, which was the second time of doing it. I think, Admin, you guys, uh, I think we actually did a slightly better job. I would say it was a bit smoother,
4: um, yeah. would you say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
3: I think we performed well um, in front of another live audience. It was a slightly, well, it was a smaller oh, crowd. We're used to doing big crowds, 500 plus.
5: Beautifully formed
3: though, weren't they? Yeah, we, we did we did a good job. And we will be back at the National Running Show, by the way, doing another live performance of this award-winning independent, podcast. Um, and we, yeah, we'll we be back doing that. But it's, it's always kind of weird doing it in front of people. You always first you always wonder is anybody going to turn up? Yeah. Which was amazing when we sold it out in 20 minutes by the way. That was just phenomenal. Uh, we capped it because we had no idea who was coming. So that was amazing to see. twenty. And we will increase the numbers next year for when we do it again because we are coming back to do it again. We didn't upset anybody or Admin didn't upset anybody like she did when we went to Amsterdam. But the... <laughs> Um, She knows exactly what I'm talking about, but yeah. So we're going to be come back, but you never know, do you? You never know how, uh, because some people like just to sit there and listen, don't they? They do, yeah. and it's it, when you're doing a Q and A, you turn up. anyone's going to put their hand up? So I thought it actually we probably could have carried on for another hour. What do you reckon?
4: Oh, we, yeah. we could have Go gone on. on. No, there was like, is, I think it's just amazing that people turn up, and it's also not the people that we know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's not the it's not the regular faces. You're like, God, I've never I've never seen you mm. before. Um, I sure, was um, I know. was
5: a bit. Can um, I'm wondering how um, we had a guy, didn't we? Who said um, oh, I've got to do 150 tomorrow? Um, oh, I'm a bit I'm a bit ag about it. very what do you think? And then we were like, Oh, don't worry about it. Don't. And I wonder he how he got on. So he looked a bit crestfallen oh. when we said it doesn't really matter.
3: Wilco, did you hear me? Sorry, he said he ran two hundred and one.
5: Oh, all the good people around two hundred one.
3: He messaged me, but I think the best moment of the whole thing, Jatida, right. Listen to this. Somebody asked a question on the floor. Apart from my music intro, and my quiz, by the way, which is again another reason why this this show is is award winning. When it admin, be fair. No. What? Um. Oh, good plug for Sunday's video. Watch the Runners Weekend this weekend, right? Because it's got the storm in it. It's got the the, <laughs> the the aftermath. It's got the shopping that it was just chaos. Um. Anyway, the best moment. So I uh, somebody asked us what's our best memory, I think, of the Great North Run, something like that. So uh, these guys come up with some sobby stories. Admin obviously didn't have nothing because she had done it. And then the – I just see Rob Adams' column, comment. And the um, he's talking about us doing it on the ground floor, so he doesn't have to do his text. I mean, but, yeah, so uh, someone was talking about it and said, they threw it to me. and said, how oh, was your best memory? And I, I told this beautiful story, right, our yeah. uh, – The best time ever was when I was running down the seafront at South Shields, and I saw Karen Lumley, who's a a fully run store. She's been with us since day one. Right. She was in the original picture of 2018. It was just the most iconic moment. I just remember feeling like I found my friend and we crossed the line together and it was epic. And I said, didn't I, Karen? She went, no, she's in the pub. I just did this nice romantic story, right? Perfect. Built it really up, and then I start like, threw it to her, and she went even there. She's in the pub. She couldn't be bothered to stay and listen. She just went to the pub. Hero. Well, she had she done, done
4: nice. a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant job on the uh on the shake at run. So she yeah, but that's why brilliant. we
3: love her because that's, that's 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 Karen all over. And she's in the video on Sunday. So it's a brilliant moment. She's just going, "Yeah, we nailed that. We did the best job." And it, 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 she's just <laughs> amazing. She she again, you know. Is everything that is 40 runs, you know, we we all see, I see her at the races. I don't obviously see it because she lives up north. But when I see her, it's like we haven't been apart, you know, she's just she's just so brilliant. And that's that's such a great thing about all this sort of stuff. And and doing all these shakeout runs and doing all these things that we're doing, we're bringing even more people together, you know. And that's the super cool thing about it is that we're bringing all these people together all the time. You only got to look at the picture. Uh, at the start of the Great North Run. And, you know, oh gosh, sorry. If you weren't at the Great North Run, <laughs> you see all the pictures, you know, across across the rest of the country where people were meeting up Park run and, and doing yeah. all this other stuff. And then they're inspired by what we're doing. It's it, it's it is truly, truly amazing.
4: And do you know how we know we did a good job? Because Toby didn't tell us we did a bad job.
3: No, I listen to this we then we're definitely going to move on. I got two compliments from Toby. I genuinely got two compliments from Toby. You did? I heard. The only two. He, he gave me a real rucking beforehand. He gave me <laughs> a 27-minute telling off. But he did give me two compliments, which I've never had from him, which was brilliant. So there we go. Right, come on. Let's move on.
4: Right. Go on, then. What do we do between races? Oh, okay,
3: so like I said, this came up, got there in the end, uh, because somebody asked it. So, Wilco, what are you doing after the Great North Run, firstly?
5: Well, um, I mean, this is a bit. When I said we were doing sort of like between races, obviously, that you know, that's a massive. You know, you know, I've done two halves in the last two weeks. So for four of the last three hundred, f- you know, for apart from four hours in the last two weeks, I've been between races because I've not been actually racing. So it's quite difficult to sort of like gauge um, what I'm doing. But my next one, I've got, um, I've got a ten k next week at the Vitality, and then I've got a couple of. Um, a couple of halves, but the main thing is like today I have signed up for the Leeds Marathon, which will be... In May. Brilliant. So that is my next big thing. Okay.
2: When's Leeds?
5: Uh, middle of May 12th, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh. A week after I'm on a golf holiday, so that would be interesting.
3: <laughs> so, Abin, you've got how long?
4: Three weeks Sunday.
3: And what are you doing now between that and that Great North Run and um
4: well I've got my long run tomorrow. So Great North Run for me was a bit of a where am I at? Can I hold goalish pace for half and still feel all right? Um and I did, and I was fine. Um, so that's a that was a positive thing. So I've got my the dreaded 20 miler this weekend. Yes, oh, she a, is yeah, and then I taper, but it's my birthday next week, so I'm going to Vitality 10K for a bit of fun next weekend. Um, And then it's just, if I'm honest, it's about resting, eating well, hydrating well with loads of water and fluids and electrolytes and all that stuff and and looking after myself. So for me, between races now, it's less about the running, obviously maintaining, but it's about everything else. Um, Sleep's going to be my most important thing, if I'm honest, because I just think getting to race day, because we're going halfway across the world, the jet lag, you just don't know how you're going to feel. So I need to make sure that I'm well rested before before I head over stateside.
3: about you you... Jatilla what do you do between races
4: what do I do I I'm going to be completely honest I don't do
2: much from every aspect I think when I've done most of my races where I've gone have normally been going from like a marathon straight into a half marathon or something like that so I tend to do pretty much nothing I stick to normally a much lighter program because when you think about it why are we hammering training in between two races? It's definitely not necessary. A lot of the work's already been done that you've been, you've been working towards, obviously, given if it's say like a, a month or so, I really wouldn't do anything. I'd still tick over and do some miles in the week and maybe do a slightly longer run at the weekend. But I would really dim down the amount that I'm doing. Um, I've, also don't want to have any sort of risk of going off the back end of a a big race and then potentially going into another one and getting injured. And it's also kind of just knowing what I want from them as well. So if I have two races that are, say one, look at them both, you want to do them both. Are you going to plan to tackle one as more training focused or tackle one as the hard race that you want to go out and do? It's also about just knowing which ones you want to do first. Um, So definitely having the plan in place as well knowing what races you're going to do and how you want to tackle them because I know obviously you guys have got well you're heading off to you've got Berlin and then say for example I know some people that are going straight from Berlin to Chicago and it's like okay well which ones are you you can't go out and push your I body it, to these crazy it all limits. depends
5: on the time scale I mean I can in many ways I consider myself to be in the middle of my between races because I've now booked leads and the last one I did was um the last marathon I did was in Manchester um, so like the end of April. So like I, I decided before then that I wasn't gonna do um, I wasn't gonna do an autumn marathon because I'd done four in eighteen months and I wanted a bit of a break and I wanted to do a few different races and stuff. So I was already thinking before Manchester of what I was gonna do in the gap. So after taking stock about what Manchester, I just sat down. And I thought, right, what am I gonna do? And then I had to look at all my times and all this sort of thing because. Like, I just got curious what I was, where I could be and what I could do. So I sat down and I, I looked at all my times from the last sort of four years, and I thought, right, what was I doing when I was running my best races, when I was doing my best? And all my best times were almost immediately after, um, after lockdown. I'd been furloughed, and then events came back. And the three months before the events came back, I'd been on a diet, I'd lost weight, And I was running a high volume of mileage and just running. I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing any sort of PT and things like that and going to the gym because you couldn't. So it was just getting out 10K a day, doing 240, 250K a month. Well, let's do that. Let's do that for a bit. Started charting my f- diary on my food,
3: looking at that. And then I went into, you know, I bumped up my mileage. Wilco, sorry, since, I'm going to cut in because uh, you've just said something really important. And I complimented you on this. And this is why I'm being rude and cutting you in. Tell the viewers, listeners, what you've done in your diet. Because Wilco, right, far from nailing it at the moment, he's done a lot of weight. What have you done... In terms of what have you changed or what have you implemented, in about give me a minute summary. Of
5: I've what done, done. I've got. I'm. I've just charted my calories on my fitness power. I've done nearly a hundred days on that, and, you know, so I'm getting rid of all the empty calories. The cho- I've not had a chocolate biscuit for three months. I've not had, not had much chocolate. Cut down on my alcohol. Still drink. You know, because I do like a drink, but drinking a lot more alcohol-free drinks.
4: Um, you haven't had just a for three months.
5: I haven't had a piece of chocolate. No, I haven't had chocolate. I haven't had a biscuit for three months, and I've had, had. I've had. Yeah, I think I've had two bits. Of, I've had two bits of chocolate in the last week, and I hadn't had any for the last three months. And I've done. Um, that is, you
4: know what? Fair play to you because that is. I've done more, do more than a stone crazy. and a half.
3: Yeah, honestly, I said to you, didn't I, on Tuesday? I think Wilco needs everyone should give him a round of applause because. He's worked his rear end off, not just on the running side, but, you know, looking after himself more, um, which you said yourself you needed to do. But to, to see the results is, is is incredible. That's why I was interested to... That's why I cut in. Because I think, I think it's, it is interesting to... I mean, to you point. know,
5: to to hit the ball back in your direction and Sabrina's direction as well, there's been a few things that we've discussed on Tuesday nights that have sort of like the pennies dropped and... Um, I've changed a little bit sort of like my running technique and things like that. And they've definitely helped me get the results too. I just think it's, I think the whole, you know, I'm not bragging about what's happened with him, but I think if you're between races, it's a good, if you've got a significant, it's no good if you're doing Berlin and you're doing Chicago and you've got two weeks, but if you've got a significant gap, it's a great time to sort of like tinker around with things to have a look at Sort of like, what can I do? You know, shall I change my food a bit? Now, I mean, we're um I'm sitting here, it's it's half past seven and it's dark. I'm an evening runner. I tend to I'm you know, I don't start work till I like, I'm a evening person, so I tend to run after work. So my next big challenge for the next few weeks is getting up in the morning. How am I gonna change my habit? How am I gonna I'm gonna get to bed at ten o'clock rather than midnight? And I'm gonna be able to get up at half past seven, eight o'clock and go out and do an hour before work rather than doing it at Half oh, by six, because no. it's going to be dark. How's that going to no. change? So just thinking, yeah. and just being curious and how you can sort of like
3: Brilliant.
5: just tinker with things.
2: Mm. I do so think just,
5: I always think that sometimes we're all guilty of either we just go on this massive journey of, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to smash this, I'm going to smash that, and then eventually you run out of steam. It's much better to just have a tinker around and see what you can find, what works for you. You know, you do have to give it a bit of, I'm not... I don't expect instant results when I do these things, you know. So just give something for a few weeks. Oh, no, I don't really like that. Perhaps I'll do this and do that. And eventually you'll find what you like and you'll reap the benefits. What was you saying, Jatilla?
2: I was just going to say that I've actually taken a lot from that myself because listening to you talk about what you've managed to do in that sort of that period I personally am one of those people that will go out and run a race and whether it's a a marathon or a half marathon or any sort of race and if I've got a gap in between that period of time say let's say I had a race in September and I'm not running again until maybe November December i I take my foot off the gas way too easily and way too quickly because I feel like I've done a lot of hard work and now I feel like I always deserve to sort of kick back and have that rest. But it's definitely not the case because those periods in between those races, I do feel are are so key because when you get to the point when you're back to training for something, if you've already started focusing on something and you've seen results or you've, you've managed to change something, you're automatically going into that new plan with, a new head or a new a different goal or like a a goal that you didn't think would would be possible at that time so i definitely is something that i want to take away with me going into the new year and towards the end of the year that i've obviously done big half in in september uh, just recently and coming away from that i don't have anything planned now until potentially i haven't even considered maybe something towards the end of the year or maybe something at the early part of next year but I haven't got anything in mind. So I've now actually started to ramp up my training going mm. from that because I've suffered before where I've just left it way too long and think mm. I can just bounce back. It's not the case. So I started... Can I just
5: ask you a question? With um, sort of like your sprinting background and all that, where it's much more seasonal, so all your stuff comes in, you know, you're running in the summer and then you'll ease down in the winter. Have you found that when you've, um, you've moved up to be more of a social runner and doing the sort of like marathons and half-marathons, have you found that a hard habit to kick?
2: massively because I was in a much uh, more sort of organized routine when I was sprinting. Yeah. So I think when you're coming out of something and it's a lot of it is re- it's relying on me, Like I don't, I've obviously got my coach that gives me my plan and things like that, but she won't be messaging me saying, Oh, why are you not at this session? Or are you coming to this session? Are you doing this? It's very, you have to do it for yourself. So with training, it was like you would train throughout the winter season, ready to hit the summer. And then you would have a training session four days a week, gym that this that the other you're with your coach constantly it mm. was a real challenge for me to switch and put it all on me I had no one else to blame so if I go out and run, and run crap that's on me because I've taken a little bit of a longer break so I've definitely kind of sort of kicked that in towards the second half of the year where I think I actually don't know the capabilities that I could do do I want to maybe go and could I potentially do a triathlon maybe in the, in those periods when I'm not running why would I not go and put myself into into an open water swim why don't I put myself on a bike like, it's all these things you think about it's not just running it's just about keeping yourself genuinely yeah. like just fit healthy mm. and active you know because come the new year we're ready to hit things running
3: I think, right, and I've just realised we've got about 6 million questions and comments, by the way, so we're going to come on to them in just a second. Oh, sorry, I've gone on too
5: much. I've not been paying attention. I do
3: apologise. Yeah, no, Wilco, you, you, you're right. Yeah, right. We'll knock you back down again after we've built you up. Um, <laughs> have a look, Wilco, because there's quite a bit in there. Let's pick him up and we'll come on to them in just a second. But I think, actually, what you've all spoken about is, is really interesting. I want to just go back and re-emphasise what Wilco said, though. Because I think what we don't do or we're guilty of is not taking a step back sometimes and maybe reorganizing, rethinking strategies, looking at stuff a little bit differently. Can I tweak this? Can I do that? Maybe, you know, put in a little bit of I don't know, swimming in or or that, you know, what? I might I might try a bit, I might really focus on the bike over the next three months because I don't really need to start a plan for, you know, 12 weeks times or whatever, I don't know, whatever it is, but have a look at uh, at what you've done and then how you can maybe do something a bit differently and, and looking at your routines, looking at like, again, what we were going to say, you know, maybe going out earlier instead of going out darker and, and all this sort of stuff is, is, is a really good time. And that's what I wanted to focus on with this question is actually to take a step back. Because otherwise, what happens to happen, you're like the hamster in a wheel. And this is where this thought process, because I was talking to someone, um, and I was like, yeah, I've got Berlin, a bit ruined, so I'll probably just hobble about there. And then I've got New York, and then sort of come back from New York. I've got to go to Texas. And then after that, I sort of, well, well, shit, I sort of start uh, uh, marathon training again. And I was just like, I just thought to myself, I'm like this hamster in this wheel, and it's stupid. So I want uh, you to be like me and be a, a hero and be awesome and stop and get off the wheel and think about things a bit differently and uh, be like Wilco and stop eating chocolate. I think that's the key. Uh, we're just, we're just getting out from every chocolate maker in the country, <laughs> in the world, because we're the biggest running podcast in the world globally. Prove otherwise. Right. So Wilco, throw it to the audience. What have we got?
5: Okay. I'll just ask this one. This is from Thomas Lowe on YouTube, Tom, in Ireland. Long time listener. Nice to see you from you, Tom. Thanks, mate. Um, I'm doing my second race ever. First race was a 5K in March. My second race is the Dublin Half Marathon, just one week away. Any advice for me? Admin?
4: Enjoy it. First half marathon. Just go out there and have fun. I bet it's hilly, isn't
3: it? Because you've done Dublin marathon, haven't you, not flat. Yeah,
5: there's a few little hills in it. Yeah. I don't know what the course is, though, mate, whether it's the same one. This is the half that Thomas is doing. So, I think, um, um, I, don't, I mean, what I would anticipate that you'll get a similar sort of um, crowd reaction to a race like that. And Dublin's such a brilliant place. I think you've you just know. got to
4: trust your training and then go and enjoy it. There's no point in worrying about it too much. Don't
5: worry. Try not to worry too much. I think that's, you know, trying not to worry too much is pretty good life advice anyway. I mean, for any sort of such, but definitely if you're lining up for a Half marathon, a few sort of observations about the um, Great North Run. Now, Robert Hallam had a. Sabrina was on the subject of twenty milers. Um, due to work commitments, I'm struggling to fit my twenty mile long run in before Chicago. This is Robert. Um, what's your op- opinions on splitting it up and doing a double run day?
3: Um, I'm not a big fan. I think you benefit a lot from having the time on feet of three, three and a half hours. I think that's that's the optimal solution. I think breaking it up is great. You know, you're still going to get some some benefit or quite a bit of benefit from it. But I think it's the mental aspect that you lose of being out there and grinding it out. And again, you don't have to do 20 miles, people, okay? There's nothing in the rule book that says, if you don't do 20 miles, you're not allowed to run this race, okay? There's nothing in there that says that at all. There's obviously proof from people who do handsome running that you can split mileage up and things like that. So, but for me personally, I've always seen benefits and from benefits of my clients as well that I coach from getting that time on feet mentally and, and Mm. drilling it out and and having to deal with those demons when you're getting to the point of that run, when you're hanging out of your rear end and all you want to do is stop and drink tensing. Now, if you break that up, it's it's not the same, I don't think, in terms of a mental challenge. Physically, yes. It's probably actually harder because if you're doing it and you're splitting it through the day, you'll probably be tired from the one in the morning going out and you're going to get a benefit of running on tired legs. But I just think the mental change. But I appreciate that not everybody's got time to go out and do mm. that because of life. So I would look for an optimal time to try and get three, three and a half hours on feet. That's, if you can do that, you're winning at life. In, in, That's a not a bad track. side, is it? Yeah, and or I mean, and
5: if it if it's a mental side that you think you might struggle with, then split up your twenty mile. You know, do three miles easy, and then one mile, perhaps a, you know, a bit quicker yeah, or something like that. It, just yeah. chop it, it up. Into wow. hey, Sabrina, you're doing yeah. a, you, You've said you're doing a twenty mile up tomorrow. Yeah. What's your sort of mental approach to that? Don't um, run with
4: me. You You don't run with me.
3: No, you don't run with me.
5: No.
4: no, no. That's, let's
3: no, not lie. No, you don't run with me. We had an argument about this the other week. You don't run with me anymore.
4: That's not true, but all right. <laughs> um, my approach is break it down. So I'm really lucky that we found a kind of route where we can do laps, which for a lot of people would be like awful, but it actually works because the loop is three miles. So I'm not worrying about 20 miles. I'm worrying about three miles, grab a drink and pick up my next gel um, that I'm going to need on the next loop. So at no point am I thinking about I've got to get I've got to run out 10 miles, I've then got to get back, I've got to run 20 miles. It's just one loop in, okay, fine, got my drink, had a drink, had got my gel, off I go. Again, again, again. Um and me, for me mentally it works because there's a horrible hill in that route and I just keep thinking about how many how many times I've got to do that? And once it's you kind of get four that. times, you're like, oh, I've only got two or three left. So, um, so yeah, for me, breaking it down, don't think about it as 20 miles is the only way that I'm going to get through it tomorrow. Um, it's just small chunks.
2: I do that. I
4: always lap my watch. I don't know what it
2: is. After every sort of 5K, I'll just lap my watch so it looks like it's a fresh three miles. Yeah. And I don't know what it is in, in my head. I just look at it and I don't even think about the miles that have passed. I just yeah. lap away. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're half marathon training or marathon training. This this is yeah. a tip yeah. for, for for even mm. like whatever. But it, if any endurance like running that you're training for, it's it's a great tip um,
5: to break it. I'm day. looking forward to. I'm going to be. Um, I've. I mean, I, I know the three mile. Obviously, I know the three mile lap that you do, and um, there's a couple of sort of like because half my hometown. You know, I know my way around. And I've got a couple of sort of like four mile and five mile runs. Yeah. I've, you know, I did one of my twenties. I did sort of um, five four mile laps around the streets of Hartford. And, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem great, but, um, yeah, as it's merits, I I definitely wouldn't rule it out. Um, now can we, I've I've got one more from Peter Johnson, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, we talk about being in between races, whether half or full marathons, but how do we approach the winter? What about breaking things up and going off road, doing trails? What do you think to mix things up? I think it's a brilliant idea. Peter.
3: I think it's a brilliant idea. Wait till Tuesday. That'll help. Um, That'll inspire you. So wait till Tuesday. If you, and mm. Peter Johnson, I guess you're in the Facebook group, but you'll, you'll come, we'll launch it across all sides. You know, groups. it's a
5: you know, bit, bit of adventure, you know, going off, going, um, going off road and uh, doing a bit. Um, you know, the chances are, if you're, if you're doing distance, 10 miles of trail running, it's it's a better. You know, it's going to be a bigger workout than if you're doing 20 miles on a flat road. What about you,
3: Giddy? Do you do much trail running?
2: Well, I suppose I'm quite close to Richmond Park, which is probably as trail as I get, to be honest, with the travel. But, I'll
3: be honest with you, I wouldn't count that as trails. And no, it's quite bad no that's you
2: as, as trails I get. But I definitely, in the winter, I especially as I ease into the winter anyway, um, weekends are a little bit different. I'm more open to going to different places because I'm not necessarily going to be focusing too much on... Um, on all of the, the a specific program or speed or anything like that, I just want to go out and enjoy and get my miles and try a different route. So definitely open to it. I've been to, I've done a few few runs here and there, a couple of miles here and there when I've been on holidays and stuff like that, and experienced a, a bit of trail or some warm weather training trips where we've had trail. But in the winter, I tend to stick to road personally because I only due to the times that I can get out, I can normally I'd normally get out in the mornings or in the evenings and as we know it's already dark outside so mm-hmm. I tend to stick to places that are obviously well lit um, and obviously the parks like my local park is bushy it's closed pretty much the times that I need to go in due to the, like the cold season up until November so it tends to be a bit difficult but yeah I just get a little bit nervous I think. Just get hidden
3: think... to open it it's his garden it's his spectacular. <laughs> yeah, <you think> <laughs> so? <laughs> isn't Literally just he's
2: got the key.
3: It's a bit rude isn't it <laughs> yeah. that he won't open his garden up to the people.
2: <laughs> yeah so it's yeah he's got the magic key um, but yeah I just feel a little bit more safe for tackling the roads um, yeah, I tend to join sense. a bit more um, yeah. like go to maybe some tracks and stuff if I want to do stuff in the winter that's but... what
3: I was going to say I reckon a really cool thing to do in the winter is go to the track if you can like get it. along to one because one chances are they've got lights on right mm-hmm. two you can rock up in about 80,000 layers um, and then you can just like strip off at the side put them down not completely because admin will tell you off if you're not wearing a shirt but you can strip off and you can get on it and then you can wrap yourself up really warm and jump into a warm car so i i would i would say trails yes of a weekend go out and do what like wilco was saying get out and do those six seven miles whatever you want to do on the trails and mix it up but then if you can in the week look up your local track and see if you can i know a lot of running clubs like close them all off so like not everyone can go on them which i think is really rude and unhelpful but there are some um, tracks out there that you can get onto. So look up one, and definitely try and get along to doing, and doing something like that. That's a lot of fun, um, and it will really change things up for you. I think that's a great that's a great shout. That is a good shout. Yeah, I really like yeah. it. What,
5: what's next? What is next? Oh, um, Rod, Rod Lambert he says he's doing Amsterdam next month. You're an Amsterdam veteran yourself, Christopher. Um, hoping for three thirty-five. Any advice?
3: Run it hard, run it hard, go at it from the start. It's, it's flat and it's fast. Um, yeah, run it hard. I I would, I would really, I'd really go for that because it's it's a course that you can achieve it. Um, you've got some sections along the canals, which are not like buttery silk smooth tarmac. So be a bit sensible about it, but the crowds are good. Um, not necessarily in the canal sections, but before and after that. And there's a real nice section. When you finish that sort of canal, you head back into main town where you, you go into the par- into the main part of town and into the park and all that. That's well lined. So you set that sort of 20 miles, 21 miles around. That. No, yeah, about then. And it starts picking up in terms of the support. And you'll feel that wave really drag you up into the, um, the finishing part. So I, I would run hard. I would I would uh, get on it because it's a it's a one it's a it's a race to attack, is the is the correct way to describe mm-hmm. it. I would say it's, it's not one to sort of build into or anything like that. I would, I would go I'd go for it from the get go. Uh, just watch the uh, tram lines as you uh, when you come out when you come out of the uh, um, stadium and you so you go past you've got that big sign on the left and you turn left to go down to the park. There's tram lines, so just make sure that you're not running on them. Because there was a geezer who went flat over on his face. Oh
6: um,
3: well,
5: right. See... So that's right at the start. So he's been training for the stadium and fall yeah,
3: not you're down one of the main roads, and obviously they've got tram lines out there, which is fine, but just be aware that they're there and don't run over them because you, you may trip over. But um, but yeah, get after it, get on it. It's a cracking run. And try not to have a lay down at about 25 and a half miles where I know somebody
5: else tried to do that. Isn't there a plaque there or something? Here was Simon. There's a plaque with a
3: man with his hands above his head like he's going, I just need a lay down. (laughs) Still makes, mind you saying that, that'd probably be me next week at Berlin. uh, And I'll be asking Ben for a lay down. Um, right. I right. just wanted to. Um,
5: I just yeah. wanted to um, give a shout out to Dermot Dowling. He's got to. He said sometimes why not run? Just run for pure enjoyment of it between races instead of having a goal. He's had some uh, family issues over the last couple of months, and uh, he says just running for enjoyment now, which is helping. Yeah.
6: yeah.
3: I just. I just. I think this is the thing. Yeah. I mean, the the shakeout run sort of emphasised what it's all about. You know, that was non competitive, non anything we was just there to get together and go for a run. We did 2.8 miles, but it was probably the most fun 2.8 miles I've ever had. Mm. You know, it was, that's what it was all about. It was about fun and enjoyment and and, and using running to go out and, 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 you know, meet other people and and do some physical exercise, which we know is good for us Mm. and good for our mental health and good for our physical well-being. That's the sort of thing that's just so amazing. So I couldn't agree more on the point actually about, uh, running. And like I said, I think I said, was it was a couple of weeks ago, I mean, I said about, you know, that just taking one run, even one, if you're in a training block
4: yeah,
3: and you're in a 12 week, 16 week, 20 week, I don't know, whatever, uh, block, one of those runs a week, make it your own, make it your time. Take your, you know, your earphones out or maybe put something on that's just for you, you know? And, and, don't worry, you know, don't worry about your watch, but just make sure that run is for you and it's your time and you're enjoying what you're doing and you're not focused on, right, I've got to do this at 10-minute yeah. uh, miles and then I've got to go up to 9-minute miles. And, you know, all that to it. Forget that. Just go out and run for you once a week and really enjoy it. I think that's, that's the most important thing because life's too bloody short, people. It really, yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of love uh, going on in the... I'm just seeing hearts and things like this. Oh, the... well, yeah. It's to be expected,
5: mate, isn't it? I suppose we've chart. got about seven minutes left. We ought to talk about um, you and Berlin next week. How are you feeling? What do you reckon?
3: Um, I'm about a six out of ten. I can walk, but it hurts. Um, I have literally tried everything. I've had osteo. I've rested. I've stretched things that I never knew I could stretch. Um, I've got more lotions and potions. I think if they drug tested me at Berlin, I could have a problem. Um, I've got magnesium gel, magnesium oil. I've got this pure sport stuff, which is not working, by the way. I'm just going to put that out there. Pure sport is not working uh, on any of my um, stuff. So I'm not sure whether that's uh, what's it going on there. The osteo. She left me. She got so fed up of me. She went on holiday. That's how much, that's how annoying I've become. She actually left the country to avoid treating me. That's how bad it's got. I've had cupping. I've had needling. I've had rubber things wrapped around my legs. I've had Monica beat the living what's it out of me on a table. And still, my back and the muscles that come round from your back into areas around the front are still hurting. And I can't. I, I, so, um, the plan was always Berlin was to sort of cock about a bit and not run a time at all. Um which is quite handy really. <laughs> because but the the annoying thing is is at this point in my training block I should be about fifty miles per week. because um, I've got New York, right? So and that's not because I'm running a time, it's because New York's bleeding hard, because it's a lot, Ill, a lot of a lot of like bridges you've got to run over. So I needed I felt like I needed a really uh, higher mileage um, training block this time to really build a lot of stamina in, okay? So I was not looking to do a particular amount of speed in this block, but a lot of endurance, so a lot more longer runs, more mileage on feet than I've done previously to build some of that into. And um, it's gone terribly wrong. So what I have found is that there's a sort of 35 miles per week. My body can deal with that at the moment. So that's why I've been stuck at 35 miles every week and if I'm doing that, I'm getting through the training block. Um, I will, after Berlin, have a week off uh, of running. I'll probably get into the pool, I'll, although that means I have to go to a place where there is a pool and I don't like anybody in those places. They'll uh, just drive me out. I went to the gym the other day, right? I went in there just to inquire and the people were so rude on reception. They should all be fired immediately. They were just rude. I don't know what it is with people in gyms, why they're so rude. People work there, they're about 16, and they're just genuinely rude. They've got no customer service. What happened to customer service? You walk in, these people are just damn right rude to you, like you shouldn't be there. So um, as you can tell, I'm not excited about going back to the gym. But I think after Berlin, I'm going to take a week off, do some swimming, and then go back in and see where I'm at. But again, mm. it, this is, a lot of this is down to Monica leaving the country and um, <laughs> leaving me fun. high and dry and not treating me because she simply can't put up with the moaning and swearing that's happening when I'm in pain on that table. Does that help, Wilco?
5: Yeah, I think, well, you know, it just paints a picture so everybody knows where you're coming from and what to expect over the next sort of seven, <laughs> seven to ten
3: days. I think Can people then... have missed me posting pictures of my rear end on Instagram as well because that that...
4: I'm not sure they have.
5: You'll get,
3: oh. you'll get arrested, mate. We don't want that. But, um, yeah, no, um, so Steve said, would some light uh, strength and conditioning help? Well, I, yes, I've tried that. Uh, no, I didn't.
4: Um, so, can you, though, tell everyone where you're going to be on the Saturday for the ShakeOut run?
3: Yeah, the ShakeOut run, you need to sign up. We're basically sold out. Um, but sign up anyway, because, again, that thing where people will, will drop out. Go over to 40runs.com forward slash ShakeOut. You can join. We're going to be at the Sketchers headquarters in Berlin, and uh, we're going to go for a very light jog um, through the park up to some pillar thing that's meant to be famous or something. Uh, we've got the guys at oh, uh, what are they called? I always get the name wrong. Hang on, let me get this right because I want to give them a shout. Just talk amongst yourselves. No, I want, I want to get the I want to get the name right. Uh, GoRunningTours.com. Uh, you know, if you're in a, one of the big cities the Chansel, they'll do a guided tour check them out because they're helping us at the ShakeOut Run as well So and they're really really good guys they helped us uh, at a Brooks event we did in London um, so if you're in a big city check them out they're, they're everywhere but yeah they're, they're helping us out with the route so that's going to be a lot of fun there's a lot of people coming uh, and I'm slightly panicking about it but we'll, <laughs> worry. <laughs> worry about, we'll worry about it on Saturday morning as always we, we'll just wing it and then I've got Flagging to go, no, got go to the Expo, I've got to get my media pass as well. That'd be fun, going there say hello oh, to Mr Kipchoge, although they sent a letter out saying that you're not allowed near, anywhere near the elite athletes. We'll yeah. worry about that as well.
5: How's, how's your German? Got German
3: German? Sehr good? My humor <laughs> you You're an
2: elite athlete. You'll be fine in there.
3: Yeah, I'm just going to bowl in there. As always, you're I'm just going to bowl in there with a GoPro, and uh, with a media pass around my neck and wait for them <laughs> to chuck me out. Because what, what can they, What can they say about it? I'm an accredited, or whatever they call, media person with the past. I don't see what they can do. So I'm going to go up, speak to uh, my mate, Kip chase a Spurs fan, go and have a chat about um, Big Ange, and then he's going to go, and then he's going to go, and he's going to go run the marathon. And the other geezer, I can't remember his name. He's probably, uh, you know, uh, what's his face with his 400 pound trainers on. So I cool. might have a chat with him about that. So um, yeah, look out for me at Berlin. I'm going to be causing absolute chaos and mayhem. <laughs> Throughout out the whole weekend. What? Well, so um, great North Run. Brilliant.
5: So well, Sabrina, you got your 20 miler tomorrow. Uh Jatina, you're out. out park running tomorrow?
2: I'm How actually not park running. I've actually because I've actually impressed myself with having a full week of training this week. i actually rest day tomorrow, but I'll be back with a 10 miler on Sunday. Um so it'll be actually nice to have a, a Saturday um where I'm not sort of Rushing around and racing out to, to get to a park, and it'll be quite nice actually to uh, relax a little bit. Yeah. You can take
5: those dogs out.
2: And I know. <laughs> like, I'm basically a dog mum now oh, <laughs> without brilliant. the attachments. It's fantastic.
5: What about you, Wilco? Um, I'm going to park one tomorrow, and then we've got um, the latest installment of the East Heart Sunday social runs up. I'm going out with a few people from the Proxmo group. Um, there's eight or nine of us. We're going to do 10 miles on Sunday morning. Um, it's on the events on the um, 4D uh, community. So if you're in the area and you'd like to come, ours coming, which is good news. So um, yeah, if you wanna come and uh, have a little chop round East Art for two of us, then you're more than welcome. Thanks ever so much, everybody.
2: Oh Thanks wait, to- hold on. I actually am just gonna say,
6: no?
2: I've been stitched up here. I remember last week I was at Bushy and I was speaking to Mel and she said, I'm gonna be at Park Run this weekend. Why don't you come round with me? And she's just put in the comments, Oh Jatila, I thought you were shuffling around bushy with me. So, Mel, I'm gonna be there. Oh. Yeah, don't let Mel down. I'll see you in the morning. I oh, can I'll see you in the morning, hon. I'll be there.
3: <laughs> yeah, make sure she's there. I'll give you a yeah, address. I'll
2: be there. Wait for me. I'm coming. I'll see you there. 100%. Yeah. percent Yeah, there right. we
5: go. <laughs> right, take us out, we'll come. Right, okay. Well, thanks ever so much for joining us, folks. That was great. We had a really good chat. Um, you if uh, you the- can't join us on at 7pm on a Friday on Facebook or YouTube, then remember you can download us on your podcast provider of choice and you can take us out in your long run, train to work, whenever you want to listen to us, we'll always be there for you. So you can just download us whenever you like. Thank you to our sponsors, Sketches. Uh, check out their great shoes and other stuff at Sketches.com and also our friends at startfitness.co.uk,
3: and make sure you can get your 10% discount
5: using the code 40run. So we wish you all a wonderful weekend. Um, Enjoy your running Stay safe And uh, we'll see you all next week